Let's talk about loneliness. Loneliness is so prevalent in our time right now. This can be seen in so many ways. It can be seen when we're in a group of people. We can still feel lonely even when we're around people. Or it can be seen when we try to fit in, but we don't. That's when we can feel lonely. Or you can also feel lonely when you're waiting for someone. Um, you're waiting to have a good best friend or you're waiting to have a partner. You can feel lonely in that way as well. It is seen in so many ways. And so that's why today we'll be talking about scriptures that talk about loneliness. And we're going to talk about how God sees loneliness and what he says about it. So let's start. Psalm 139, 1 through 6 says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This extraordinary knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. John sixteen thirty one through 33. Jesus responded to them. Do you now believe? Look, an hour is coming and has come when each of you will be scattered to his own home and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. 1 Samuel twelve twenty two. The Lord will not abandon his people because of his great name and because he has determined to make you his own people. Loneliness can be seen in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was someone who God called to be a prophet, giving him the assignment to speak on behalf of God. This calling from God caused Jeremiah to live a very lonely life, and this was the result of his commitment and obedience to God. So let's look into Jeremiah's story and get encouragement from him. Let's go. Jeremiah was timid and insecure in nature. He was not courageous at all. Yet as a prophet, given the words to speak by God, he was appointed over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down and also build and plant. He was to give messages of warnings of impending disaster to a nation of adulterous, wicked people. 
Judgment was coming due to their rebellion against God and their worship of the pagan idols around them. God promised to be there to sustain him, make him strong, allowing him to stand alone against the nation. Due to this assignment, Jeremiah was not a liked preacher. He gave God's word and the people did not like it. Through his messages, Jeremiah made many enemies who hated him. Jeremiah had no, no one to account as a friend. This was because Israel had forsaken God so much that they did not want to listen to Jeremiah. This goes on for so long through messages of warnings, reminders of the covenant, of wrath, and of coming judgment. Jeremiah expresses continual complaints to God, as in Jeremiah 15.10. Woo is me, my mother, that you gave birth to me, a man who incites dispute and conflict in all the land. I did not lend or borrow, yet everyone curses me. The Lord responds back to him by saying, I will certainly set you free and care for you. I will certainly intercede for you in a time of trouble, in your time of distress with the enemy. Jeremiah continues on with vengeance in his heart. He prays to God for vengeance. You know, Lord, remember me and take note of me. Avenge me against my persecutors. In your patience, don't take me away. Know that I suffered disgrace for your honor. Your words were found and I ate them. Your words became a delight to me and the joy of my heart, for I am called by your name, Yahweh, God of hosts. I never sat with the band of revelers and I did not celebrate with them because your hand was on me. I sat alone for you filled me with indignation. Why has my pain become unending, my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? You truly have become like a mirage to me, water that is not reliable. Jeremiah is just like us. He was someone that was called by God to be his word to his people. Yet he carried hatred and vengeance in his heart when loneliness struck him. Yet through this, God still reassured him that he will not be forsaken. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you return, I will restore you. You will stand in my presence. And if you speak noble words rather than worthless ones, you will be my spokesman. It is they who must return to you. You must not return to them. Then I will make you a fortified wall of bronze to this people. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you to save you and deliver you. To make things worse, God gave Jeremiah some very hard orders. This is found in chapter 16. The word of the Lord came to me. You must not marry or have sons or daughters in this place. For this is what the Lord says concerning sons and daughters born in this place as well as concerning the mothers who bear them and the fathers who father them in this land. They will die from deadly diseases. They will not be mourned or buried, but will be like 
manure on the face of the earth. Don't enter a house where a mourning feast is taking place. Don't go to lament or sympathize with them, for I have removed my peace from these people. Jeremiah would not be able to experience a normal social life where he shared joys and sorrows with his community. He would never be able to know intimacy, comfort, and the joys of marriage and family. This is the ultimate sense of loneliness where he had no way to be loved, encouraged, and accepted by others. This lasted for more than 40 years, and it became worse as time passed by. There was plots against Jeremiah, Jeremiah being by Pashur. Jeremiah was not afraid of showing his feelings to God. Sometimes he showed complaint, other times he mourned. But the reason that he was able to fulfill his mission for so many years was because he can see the, he could see the big picture of what God told him. He believed God would bring his people back to the land and to himself. He fulfilled his mission because he always came back to the Lord and remembered his promises to him. That God would put his teachings within them and write it on their hearts. That he would be their God and that they would be his people. No longer would one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration. For I will forgive their wrongdoing and never again remember their sin. Jeremiah endured it all for the Lord's sake. He knew he was doing what God told him to do. God invites us to take an internal perspective on what happens to us here on this earth for his sake, saying, You are blessed when they insult and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand. And it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Before we go, I do want to say a prayer for all of you. I pray that as you go on through your week, that you experience peace, joy, and God's comfort. I pray that the loneliness you feel does not overcome you, but that God's mission for you exceeds it all. God is there with you in all the pain and feeling of loneliness. I pray that God gives you strength to continue on even through the feelings of loneliness. I pray that you feel his comfort in his arms around you as the, as the feeling of loneliness creep in and that just peace overcomes your whole body. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. <music>